Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is the Lowdown, the wrestling edition of the podcast. Today's topic, our favourite tag teams and why. Of course there's going to be some honourable mentions in there. Who could ever forget head cheese and air boom? No, I'm kidding. Some massive honourable mentions for me. You're going to get everybody's thoughts on this show as we go. But for me, some honourable mentions just to kick it off. The Dudleys, the Hardys, the APA, the New Day, the Usos, and of course, what tag team podcast would be complete without a mention of the New Age Outlaws? None of those are my favourites, and you'll find out who my favourite is later on in the show. Give me some feedback. You'll find us at the podcast WC on Twitter. Fire some thoughts at me. Tell me who your favourite tag team is. Why? Tell us why we are wrong. Why you think you are right. Just give us some thoughts, some opinions, some feedback. You're going to hear from Neil, as always, on the Wrestling Edition. You're going to hear from Juki. Peter Stevens, featured interview this week. Daniel from the Dropkick Podcast is making his debut on the show. Check out his stuff. It's awesome. So here we go. Let's get to it. Who are our favourite tag teams? Kicking things off, it is the one and only, the incomparable, Neil Campbell. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Neil Campbell here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NeilerC. So my favourite tag team, first of all, I'll go for a couple of honourable mentions. And I think I'm going a bit left field with this. Um, you're always going to get many people picking the same kind of tag teams. But I think I've actually sort of went outside the box this time. So my first honourable mention, and there's going to be two because there's so many to pick from. My first honourable mention is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H when they became the two-man power trip in... 2001 obviously they were in cahoots with vince mcmahon and you know they made this powerful stable and they had a great feud with both the undertaker and kane culminating in the pair of them all holding the gold they had the tag team championships austin was the world champion at the time and Triple H was the Intercontinental Champion at the time and they were just a two-man wrecking ball you know they destroyed The Rock they frequently attacked Undertaker Kane they were like beating up the Hardys and Lita um, and it was all very entertaining obviously then that um, didn't last too long because Triple H got that serious injury and you know um, Jericho and Benoit won the titles from them then but it was rather short-lived but then um, they made a tremendous impact together and although at the time it didn't really make sense considering Austin and Triple H had had that massive feud only a few months before that it was still really entertaining. My second honourable mention is going to be Booker T and Goldust. They were a very odd couple to say the least and you could sort of say that it was a precursor to maybe Daniel Bryan and Kane further down the line but yeah the whole dynamic between Booker T and Goldust was absolutely brilliant some of the sketches were absolutely hilarious namely the Booker T and Darth Vader sketch uh, that was very funny um, Obi Book Kenobi and their feuds with the NWO and Chris Jericho and Christian were very entertaining as well and like even one of the scenes were Goldust followed Booker T into the hotel room with that bird. You know, that's a classic. And, you know, some of their sketches that they did back then, you probably wouldn't be able to do nowadays. Um, but even their At The Movies sketches that they did each week, you know, reviewing the likes of the Scorpion King and whatnot. And then they also had some really funny segments with The Rock and Kane and the likes of RVD and stuff. And, you know, there's even one scene where Booker T is in a supermarket and he's there to get his WWE Slurpee and you know it's just a cheap plug for the product obviously and Goldust shows up you know dressed up in this ridiculous disguise and they're absolutely brilliant and um, there's that many funny sketches with them that it, you'd be here all day talking about them but they were very funny and they ended up winning tag team gold and um, yeah so those are my two honourable mentions but 
My number one tag team is Edge and Christian, and I don't think anybody would really bat an eyelid um, if you picked them two, because they were phenomenal. They won seven tag team championships, and you know, on top of that, they won match of the year on a number of occasions. You know, in their feuds with both the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys. You know, with the the ladder matches and the TLC matches and the table matches and whatnot. And you know, TLC one at SummerSlam 2000 was brilliant, but TLC two at WrestleMania 17, which, in my opinion, is the greatest ever WrestleMania. You know, there's some iconic moments in that that, you know, have literally went down in WWE folklore, namely Edge, Spear and Jeff Hardy, you know, from the top of the ladder. And, you know, when you are when you talk about the Hardy Boys, you'll definitely refer to the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian. When you talk about the Dudley Boys, you refer to the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. And obviously, when you talk about Edge and Christian, you'll mention the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys as well. But they were just a phenomenal tag team. And on top of that, they had so many funny sketches, you know, even with the gazoos and stuff. And, you know, they did great on-screen chemistry with Mick Foley and Kurt Angle. And it always worked. And, you know, the whole concerto as well. Like, there's so many things you could talk about when it comes to Edge and Christian. And, you know, they always had their silly little schemes. And even their, you know, the five-second pose and you know for those that benefit of flash photography you know all that sort of stuff and it was really entertaining at the time and yeah i think them too they'll go down in in history um obviously edge is already a hall of famer and i don't think it'll be too long before christian follows suit to be honest and it was great to see both of them show up in the 2021 royal rumble there but you know oh, it's a tremendous shame i think that we haven't even got an edge and christian reunion even for like a tag team match at like you know, uh, at a pay-per-view, um, it would have been good going into WrestleMania, but obviously Christian's moved on to Pastors New and he signed for AEW, which is which I think is fair play. But, you know, the two of them were so successful as a tag team, you know, it really put them in good stead for both of them to have really successful careers, you know, both as single stars and in different tag teams. Obviously, Edge, you know, won the belts again with a variety of superstars. Hulk Hogan, for example. Uh, Christian won them again with Chris Jericho. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Edge and Christian. As I said, it, there's so many moments and you could look back on for, for all those teams that I've mentioned there, to be honest. But I, I'm going to stick with Edge and Christian. Uh and I think the impact they made on the business as well, alongside the Hardys and the Dudleys, will, will never be forgotten. And you could probably argue that that era of tag team wrestling was the best era there has been for tag teams. And, you know, nowadays the, the, the division's a bit of a joke, in my opinion. And But Edge and Christian, for me, they get the nod. Um, some terrific matches and feuds over the years. And do you know what? It, even if they had a... We never got an Edge v Christian WrestleMania match. I think that would have been very good as well. But there we go. So those are my honourable mentions and my favourite tag team. Cheers. Thanks for that, Neil. You can find Neil on Twitter at NeilersC to give him some abuse for cheating and picking the Brothers of Destruction that are an actual tag team. Kidding, by the way, because I do something very similar later on. Other honourable mentions that need to be mentioned on a tag team wrestling podcast. Harlem Heat, Beer Money, Los Guerreros, the world's greatest tag team, Shelton and Charlie Haas, all favorites of mine, but they're not the favorite. Who is it gonna be? Give you a spoiler. It's not Edge and Christian. Think about it. Who am I gonna pick as my favorite ever tag team? But before we get to me, we're gonna get to this week's featured person if I can put it that way the man that made the YouTube video it is myself I'm chatting with former professional wrestling referee Peter Stevens five four three two one I'm joined here by Peter Peter you are on social media at 
where are you on social media? I thought I, you changed it recently, which is why I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so I switched it more to a beer-centric account uh, with the job that I do. So you can find me on Twitter at Hops Causing This, and you can find me on Instagram at Hops Causing All This. Perfect, perfect. Well, Peter, it's great to get you back on the show. How's your day going so far? Yeah, it's all right, actually. Not too bad. Been a bit busy today. Gone out and done a few bits and pieces with work, Can some nice fresh beer for the market. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad. How about yours? Yeah, man, exact same. It's lunchtime here. Um, we've done, done a couple of things this morning, walked the dog, back to work, um, popped off a lunch break, recording this, and we're going to get right on into it. We're going to talk tag team wrestling. Um, we're going to talk about your favourite or favourites, if you don't have particular one, a couple of honourable mentions. But first of all, you have been a referee. Um, so tell me a little bit about refereeing a tag team match. It's um, it's one of the interesting parts of, of being a ref, you know, I mean, um, I was a referee for a long time over here in the UK, uh, at least eight years, uh, got out of that due to an injury about six years ago. Uh, they're either real, there is no grey area, they're either really good, or they're really bad. And a lot of it goes down to, to the people that are in them. Um, you know, on the indies, uh, everybody's obviously trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. You never really see a lot of actual tag teams but when you do they're good and you know they're good um i always try to say to people and it's funny because people always put me down because they're like, oh, you're just trying to put yourself over which is true um there's in the inside of the ring the match is never one-on-one -on -one. it's always three people or if it's a two-on-two -two tag team match it's never four guys it's always five you know that refs the referee is a key component and they can either make a contest or break a contest and you know you have to work with you know with what you're given and, and a lot of it is feeding through from the team so like for example You've got heels that are you know, coming through the ropes and you're then cutting them off and you have to then go straight over because they're oh, ref, 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 he's over there, he's over there. You turn around, the baby face is trying to get in. They're not holding their tag rope. All your attention is then on that baby. So your back is to what is whatever is happening. You'll hear the crowd. The crowd will be reacting, ref, ref, ref. So the other heels got in. They're doing a double team or something. My eyes then become that face that face then needs to tell me when he's out and it's ready for me to go because i'm blind it's all happening behind me and you'll be surprised how many people don't know that and you have to tell them that so it, it, can, it can be quite challenging and you can you know i'm talking from an indie level you can see how challenging it can be on most of the big programs that we watch and we've spoken about um it's not i wouldn't say they're my favorite contests to call but um they've, they've had some good ones Fascinating insight because you're, you're right. We watch WWE, we watch AEW, we've watched TNA back in the day, WCW, whatever. And you can see how difficult at times it is on those shows. Never mind at an indie level where guys are probably still trying to make a name for themselves and maybe aren't overly, I wouldn't say familiar with the rules because they, they probably are, but maybe they're not doing it by the book as such. But it brings me on now to our, to our major topic your favorite tag team or favorite tag teams if you don't have one and why. But before we get there, give me a couple of quick fire honorable mentions. So it, it did take me a little bit of a while to get the list together, but honorable mentions for me have to be solid, you know, some solid teams. Legion of Doom, the Steiner brothers, Owen and the Bulldog. This was the team that up until I get to telling you who my team is, I was going to mention as my team. But the Dudley boys have to fall into the category as an honourable mention. The Hardys. Um, you know, even teams like we were saying, you were saying Just Impact Wrestling, America's Most Wanted were a solid tag team. Beer Money were a solid tag team. I love yeah, so Beer Money. I absolutely loved so. Beer Money. So, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some key, there's some good workers there, good teams in that list, I think. Yeah, 100%. I think every team that you've named has some claim to being one of the top teams in the division or top teams in the company or top teams in wrestling at a particular period of time anyway. Um, so let me tell me about your the teams that you've got at the very top then and not only just who they are, but give me a bit of the why in behind why you like them so much. So it was hard because as we spoke off air, 
I've I've never really been a huge uh, tag fan, so it was an interesting topic to go down. Obviously, you know, with the with the the, the ref experience and stuff, I you know greatly appreciate you asking me to do the video. Um, I've got two really, uh, obviously, because I've got such a wide spectrum for guys that and girls that have been listening to the podcast before. Um, I've been uh, a wrestling fan since nineteen ninety two, so I've got a really large spectrum of of catalog that i've watched and grew up with um i think one of my teams really is the heart foundation mm. you know and i'm t- and i'm going right back to uh jim and brett when i refer to the heart foundation yeah. uh, the original team um they were quality they were technically sound they complemented each other's abilities jim being the big bruising brawler brett being the technical wizard they were devious and dominated as face as heels rather, but fair and, and and cooperative as faces. The ironic part about it, when you think towards the end of both guys' career, Jim was the promo guy at the start, and then obviously Brett developed in later life. I just liked the comparison, uh, sorry, the differences uh, between the two, comparable in personalities, but technically they were just completely different. Yeah, the Heart Foundation as well, I think. And this is a question I actually wanted to ask Brett in the Q&A, but we didn't actually get enough time, so I didn't get to ask my question. But I always think that a good tag team not only puts on good matches, not only makes it believable, they have a good dynamics, they have a good cohesion level. There's differences but similarities which make them a good team. But I always like, when I look at a tag team, being like, okay, can you make a star out of one of the participants or both? And I felt the Heart Foundation had that. Um, yeah. and maybe at the start, people thought it was going to be Jim because he was the guy in the mic. But as, as time progressed, people really did begin to think, okay, it's Brett, look how good he is. And what they did, maybe a lot of teams don't do. I mean, if you watch a lot of tag team wrestling today, it's very 50-50 for everybody. Whereas back then you looked at it and went, oh, he can be a star. And I yeah, think the Heart yeah. Foundation got that nailed on. Yeah, no, I agree with you, which is ironic, actually, because um, when I lead on to the second team in a moment, that personifies everything that you've just said. So, uh, I mean, I'm happy to land that on you right now if you just want me to jump straight in. Do it, do it. We're right here. My favourite tag team of all time, and it took me up until 30 seconds before we came on video to admit this was Edge, is, as is, was, doesn't matter, Edge and Christian. Interesting. I think they'll be up there with everybody's, but and now I want to know. I want to know why. I'm, I, I, I'm an entertainment guy. You know, it was funny that when I was listening to the last show and I was listening to all of our top fives, and um, and Neilers was talking about the Miz and was saying about how entertaining he is, and how you know he might not be a five star match technical wizard, but he entertains you. I took that thought into who is my favourite tag team? And ultimately, how can it not be Edge and Christian? I'm getting goosebumps even now just thinking about it. They were everything that you wanted, solid, dependable, worked well, blended together well, and they were funny. Whether it was inside the ring, outside the ring, heel, face, they just nailed it. And, and, and they, that's for, for that reason, they are, the, they are my team. I've been looking back at a few bits and pieces, you know, you can't argue about the TLC. And it, the ironic, like I was saying about wanting to pick a different team, I was going to go with the Dudleys because they are, they're another solid team that I always enjoyed watching wherever they were. I even loved their TNA thing as a random side note because I did the maths to it. They actually spent more time in Impact, like Kurt Angle, they spent more time in Impact than they did in WWE. And, and, and their, their legacy was there as well. But when I looked at the TLC and then I, I clicked through and read some bits and pieces for Edge and Christian, they, they were my team. Everything was, was about them was solid. All of their title reigns meant something. They came at prominent positions. There was no kind of throwaways. T, t, you know, they elevated and helped support the, the growth of Kurt Angle. And then they all—they both went on to be super over successful single stars. And you look now in 2021, and Edge's main event in WrestleMania, and Christian's just signed to AEW. So yeah, for, from a tag team perspective, definitely, definitely Edge and Christian for me. 
Yep, they're, they're very high on my list. They're not the number one, but you have to stay tuned to the podcast to find out who that will be. But I, I can't argue with Edge and Christian. If someone came up to me and said, Edge and Christian, the best tag team in the world to be at it, I'm going to be like, well, no, I, I can't. I, I accept it. You know, it'd be one of those ones I would accept. It's not my personal favorite, but I I, I, I accept that. And I think a thing with, with Edge and Christian as well, and you touched on it slightly when you mentioned Kurt Angle and his development, what Edge and Christian could do is during one of the very biggest and busiest times of the wrestling business and one of the busiest boom periods of the wrestling business, they could fluctuate in and out of main events on Raw, on SmackDown, six-man tags, teaming up against Taker and Kane. You know, they could go on and put on a decent match against, I don't know, The Rock and whoever. They, they were just able to carry that into main events and they were able to drop maybe slightly further down the card and go and have a really good tag team program. They were just two guys that really had it all. I think it's pretty fair to say. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, you know, you, when you think about that uh, and isolate that thought for a moment, uh, in you know, in modern day terms, the only other team that's, well, two teams that have really been able to do that since are the New Day and the Usos. They, they've raised up, they've come back down. Um, but obviously, if, if, from, a, from an era point of view and, uh, you know, cause you're a teenage guy growing up in the Attitude Era, that, that's what carries you through. That's why we're still here today doing this um so so yeah no it was good they helped they helped a lot of people along the way and they still continue to do so yep wholeheartedly agree but pete it's been great to get you back on the show just once again where can people find you on social media Patsy, it's been a pleasure uh, to be back on the show quick shout out as well for uh, as an honorable mention quick that i forgot uh, ftr enough said don't need to say mm. anymore Thank Guys, you. you can find me on Instagram at Hops Causing All This. I'm on Twitter at Hops Causing This. Perfect. Well, Pete, thanks again. Thank you, Peter, once again for appearing on the podcast and giving us some of your thoughts. Some other honourable mentions. I don't think any tag team podcast would be complete without mentioning them. They may have been before my time, but certain clips that I have seen, certain interviews that I have heard, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express... Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, The Rockers, Bret Hart, I randomly, in his book, talks about the Killer Bees. Um, not quite my cup of tea, but if Bret Hart says they're good, you know what, I take it to the bank. We've got the Hart Foundation, we've got Kai and Ty, Ty and Ty, Kai and Ty, I'm not quite sure how that's actually supposed to be said. Um, we have RVD and Kane, I think that's an underrated one, we have X-Pac and Kane, no, I'm just naming random tag teams. But you get the idea. There are so many good tag teams in professional wrestling. So, who is my favourite? You'll find out soon. But up next, it's Johnny Luke. Hi, Potsy. Hope you're well. It's great to be back. Thanks for asking me yet again to be back on the podcast. It's always a pleasure. I must be doing something right because you've asked me back, but I'm always happy to contribute in whatever way I can. And for those of you that don't know, my name is Johnny, and I am on social media, on Twitter, and Instagram, at IamJuki. Um, nothing really exciting going on there, but if you want to hurl any abuse or fun my way, feel more than welcome. Um, the day you've asked me to say uh, my favourite tag team and why, um, and a couple of notable, notable mentions along that. What I will say, like most of my favourite tag teams come from the Attitude Era, and I know I'm a big fan of the Attitude Era and what it is uh, compared to today, but I must say that they don't really have great tag teams today, or really from that point onwards. There's a couple of many mentions but you know you've got maybe the the new day and the shield who are fantastic staples but they're not really tag teams as such and um, so i'm sticking with the traditional tag team stuff so my first notable mention i've got two pots in and uh, my first notable mention would be kane and the undertaker the brothers of destruction really don't have to say too much about them as individuals they were fantastic performers i think they're one of the very few tag teams, or sorry, one of the very few indiv great individual big main superstars who were able to come together as a tag team and perform so well. Um, quite a few um, great moments with them, but it was just the fact that we all love The Undertaker, we all love Kane, their longevity, their careers, their matches, their gimmicks. You know, you believe that Kane had been burnt through fire, you believe their entrances, you know, they were scary figures, they struck fear into their opponents and when these men came together and um, as Spud would say these larger than life characters like wow you just thought something amazing is going to happen here and they were it was just I love the synchronizations of the choke slams and things like that oh brilliant absolutely loved it and um, my other notable mention 
would be uh, the APA, probably one of my favorite tag teams. Um, the Acolytes Protection Agency for Rick and Bradshaw. Before the Acolytes, I knew who they were. Wasn't really fussed on Rick or Bradshaw as individuals at, before then. But when they came together, it was just a masterpiece. It was just brilliant. You know, the whole gimmick potsy off the wooden door and having to go through the door. And, and there was no walls around it, just a door. And then behind the door was those two sitting tables, playing cards, drinking, smoking. It was just brilliant. <laughs> and you'd have to pay them for the protection. The whole gimmick was brilliant. They just done it for the money. And um, they didn't care, they broke the rules things like that but the door like I remember people who walk past the door and go to them and they're like no go back and come through the door <laughs> it was just brilliant it was so simple but it worked and but they also had some great matches as well I remember and even I remember they were fighting had a big feud with Big Boss Man and Bill Buchanan it was great and um, New Age Outlaws had a big feud with them as well loved some of their matches there um, I remember The Rock and APA joined up against Bill Buchanan, kind of Big Boss Man and Triple H maybe, I think it was, and they had a three on three and that was very memorable matches. Quite a lot of their matches came from the year 2000, actually I think the year 2000 is probably one of the best years for tag teams in general, but yeah, I really enjoyed week to week watching who would get the protection from them, watch them come in whenever they wanted. Their music was amazing as well. I thought their music was fantastic. They just came in, big massive man, kicked ass and just left again. And I loved that. So that's my team of all mentions. My, my favorite tag team of all time, for anyone who knows me and um, will know this, it's the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy is probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I think he's a fantastic in-ring performer. So is Matt as well. But as a tag team, they were just even better as a tag team. And I think they epitomized the tag team. You've got your technical work from Matt um, on, on the ground, and then you've got your high flyer off the ropes, and also great technical wrestlers as well from Jeff. And I just thought they had some great matches. You know, you had 2000 again was a great year for, for tag team wrestling as I remember and um, Royal Rumble 2000 against the Dudley Boys in the first ever tables matches and Jeff's jumping off like uh, like Titan Trons and things that got going through and um, two tables that put them out to win the match then they had their three-way triple tag team match with Edge and Christian joined the show and, they, and then they later created PLC tables, ladders and chairs. Unbelievable. They revolutionized tag team. Yes, the Dudleys and Edge and Christian could well be up there as well, you could argue, because without them, they wouldn't have had those matches. But I always thought the Hardys pushed the boundaries of creativity. I thought Matt jumping off Titan Trons, jumping off massive ladders, ridiculously oversized ladders and um, was just unreal. I thought they were great um, athleticism and they just really always put on, for me, they always put on a great show. They always were so exciting to watch. Their, their music was decent as well. And they had some great storylines, like when Lita joined the crew, um, there was a, not, it was a great wee staple there, it was a great wee angle to come through. And I think at the time there was, again, there was Trish Stratus and was it Test and, testing and uh, can't remember off the top of my head right now but there's some good angles they had there and um, always enjoyed the Hardy Boys loved their gimmicks um, was a big rock music fan sort of back in the day myself or still am Potsy and, and Jeff Hardy the way he dressed and stuff just loved that and um, just loved their their whole yeah just the whole storyline and gimmicks and, and I thought they had some real fantastic and when you think back to the best tag teams matches they are in it the Dudley boys are in it, Edge and Christian are probably in it. You know, they they brought on, they pushed for me, as I said previously, the way Austin and The Rock elevated the Attitude Area in individual matches. For tag team matches, the Hardy boys, I think, elevated the level and creativity to make them actually such exciting matches to watch. So yeah, there we go. Hardy boys are my all-time favorite tag team. And notable mentions would be the Brothers Instructions and the APA. And um, thanks again, and uh, see you later. Thanks very much, Johnny, also known as Juke. Now, 
who else deserves to be an honourable mention on this podcast? Do the Young Bucks, will the Young Bucks be on somebody's list as an honourable mention or as a favourite tag team? Who knows? We have the Bushwhackers, remember the Bushwhackers, Demolition. They had some really good matches with the Hart Foundation, 89-90, possibly 91 as well if my memory serves me correctly. We have we have the Shield, of course, um, phenomenal, a lot of the time in six-man tag team matches, but certainly a t- tag team champions at one point as well was Rollins and Reigns. I think you have to mention them. And, of course, the current reigning, defending SmackDown tag team champions, Ziggler and Rude, who I think are very underrated, very good tag team. The Minnesota Stretching Crew, Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar. The Blackjacks. Remember the Blackjacks, anybody? Or will that might just be me, potentially Pete as well? Spud should. Spud should remember those. But my final honourable mention, the team that very, very, very nearly made it into my number one spot, Team Hell No, Kane and Daniel Bryan. I thought they were amazing. I think when you go back and watch the WrestleMania 29 card, one one of the manias that I was able to get to, and it was a lot of fun. Punk and Taker was easily the best match on the card, but a very underrated match was Team Hell Knows Tag Team title match on that card. And I think it was really from Job and Daniel Bryan out to Sheamus at Mania 28, where I literally walked out of the arena to go to the toilet as, as the bell rang, stopped at the sort of corridor bit to kind of see how the match started and it ended. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. From that Mania, the Raw the night after was really the beginning of the push of Daniel Bryan and Team Hell No only added to his fan base. Kane speaks for himself, got into the Hall of Fame this year, rightfully and richly deserved, phenomenal worker, phenomenal wrestler, amazing career, probably the greatest debut in wrestling history, period. That's a debate, that's a podcast, we could do that sometime. But Daniel Bryan, he's going on to main event WrestleMania this year, rightfully so, again, main event of WrestleMania 30, phenomenal, fans love him, great tag team, amazing segments. Was it Dr. Sheldon, is that his name? I can't remember the guy's name that done the segments and the clips, the the, the, the crazy guy. He was really funny. Team Hell No are my nearly there, nearly my number one tag team of all time. And this is in terms of favorites, by the way, this is the best, just to put that out there. But without further ado, the next guest is making his podcast debut. It is Daniel from the Dropkick Podcast. I encourage all wrestling fans, check out his stuff. He's on Instagram, he's on Twitter, he's on YouTube. Check him out, but without further ado, Daniel, take it away. First and foremost, I want to quickly introduce myself. I want to thank you for having me on this podcast. Um, It's my first time doing a podcast, so it's pretty cool. And I want to thank you for the opportunity and thank you for reaching out. But... I want to introduce myself. My name is Daniel. I am from the Dropkick Podcast. I've been running this for almost a year now. You can find it on all podcast stream platforms. Um, I have a page on Instagram at DropkickPod. Uh, my main is Daniel M8, spelled with an A-L. Um, I'm on Twitter at Daniel underscore Alley at 998. And, you know, you ask what my favorite tag team of all time is. Well, Growing up in the Ruthless Aggression era, post-Attitude era, so that's, what, the early 2000s, um, I would have to say the Hardys, because they were so different from everybody else in terms of their style and how they, you know, just put themselves out there as, and I think it was pretty cool because they weren't the biggest guys, they didn't have, you know, um, the biggest um, opportunities at some point but they also delivered when it came because I think the Hardys are so special when it comes to tag team wrestling like they were the first ones to do the TLC match against you know Edge and Christian and the Dudleys so I think I mean who better right but again you can say the Dudleys you know Legion of Doom but the Hardys for me personally is the greatest tag team of all time because First, I'm a huge Jeff Hardy fan, you know, I've never hated on Jeff Hardy, same with Matt Hardy, I think they're both great, but them together as a force combined, like, they're something else, and, you know, their styles are so 
similar in a sense because Jeff's doing the high flying, but Matt's kind of setting you know Jeff up for that in a sense, right? So I think it's great. But I think when I first saw the Hardys, I think it had to be, I think that TLC match, I think from what I can remember, because going into that match, I definitely didn't think the Hardys were going to win. I don't know why, but I wanted them to win. And they had that underdog vibe to them. So I think I think it was pretty cool. And then Jeff would know with his different hair colors and everything. Like he was so charismatic, but he was also an underdog, which made it really cool to cheer for him. So, definitely in the Hardys, but when you talk about honorable mentions, how can you not throw in, um, you know, DX, the Brothers of Destruction, um, Rock and Sock Connection, if that counts, because, you know, they were really short-lived. Um, there's so many, man. Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, um, the Bucks are another one, because, you know, they're innovative now, and... They're killing it regardless of what anybody says. They have their own demographic and it's great. But yeah, man, the Hardys. But I think when it comes to tag team wrestling, how can you not put the Hardys, right? Because they've accomplished everything they need to do in the business. You know, they went to Ring of Honor, they you know, did their stuff in impact with the broken Hardys. So I think they um, you know, evolved as the years passed by and I think when it comes to longevity in the wrestling business you need to just you know reinvent yourself you know we've seen that with guys like Chris Jericho, Kane, The Undertaker um, so many guys you know so I think it's you know reinventing yourself is key and it's partially known by this point because you know everyone's got social media but I think the biggest thing for me personally when the Hardys came back at WrestleMania 33 I believe I lost my shit because personally I thought that moment like defined WrestleMania and it was one of those things where you knew Jeff and Matt were gonna come back and you didn't know when right so I think WrestleMania was perfect you know what better way to do it than you know return at wrestlemania where you you know defined your legacy and all that so i think it all comes full circle and you know it sucked that the way they went out in wwe as their last run because i i believe matt got injured jeff got injured and then they kind of had to relinquish the tag titles and that was it and then we just never saw them on screen ever again right so i think in the future, Jeff Hardy will go to AEW, and we will see the Hardys reunite once again, and you know wrestle the Bucks again, because we've seen that in Ring of Honor with the you know the hardcore House of Hardcore, I think, or I don't know, it's one of those I tried, <laughs> but it was great, man. And I want to thank you once again for reaching out and giving me the opportunity to you know tell my story and tell tell the people why you know. The Hardys are the greatest tag team of all time, you know. They have to, right? But once again, you can find me at Instagram at Dropkick Pod, and the Dropkick Podcast is available on all podcast streaming platforms: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. And if you can subscribe on YouTube, hit that notification bell. I'd really appreciate it. I'm trying to grow, and hopefully by the end of this year, I have some cool names lined up for everybody. And also, if you want, you can follow my main account on Instagram at Daniel M8, D-A-N-I-A-L-M8. And my Twitter at D-A-N-I-A-L underscore A-L-I-998. I tweet and get mad about why they don't push Dolph Ziggler. I'm kidding. But um, thank you once again. And I hope to see you and work with you in the near future. Pleasure, man. Thank you, Daniel. Remember to check out his stuff at the Dropkick Podcast. Um, wherever you find your podcasts online, look up his stuff. It's really good. Uh, just before we come to the final guest on this week's episode of the podcast, it's time to reveal my favourite tag team. This tag team didn't just set the bar. They are the bar. Yes, Seamus and Cesaro. Very left field, very random. A lot of people probably didn't think or see that one coming. I love Sheamus. I love Cesaro. I think they're both great. Um, Loved them as a tag team. They had some really good matches with the Usos, with the New Day, with the Hardys. They even had a steel cage match, Ironman match with the Hardys. 
the, they were the tag team champions walking in to WrestleMania where the Hardys returned that really cool and standing ovation. Love the bar. Really, really high up on both guys. I think they're both very good singles workers. They're very good in a tag team. They were believable um, as tag team champions. They were believable as a tag team. Started off as a feud, turned into friends, all that sort of stuff. I was very tempted actually to go with the Hollywood Blondes as my favorite just because I love Stone Cold. He's my ultimate number one in pro wrestling. I'm kidding, by the way. I would never have picked the Hollywood Blondes as my favorite tag team. Um, but I did pick the bar before someone threw some music. But the bar, love the bar. Everything about the bar are great. Like I said, they always looked good. They had they had great chemistry. They had great matches. Their ring attire was great. Less said about Braun Strowman and Nicholas and that fiasco, the better. I actually thought it was funny at the time. Looking back at it, it was disastrous. Um, but both guys were good enough to recover which I think says a lot about both of them as individuals and as workers. They were able to recover from that disastrous booking and that WrestleMania. Ugh, let's just say no more about that WrestleMania moment. But Sheamus and Cesaro, chemistry was there, the look was there, technique was there, cohesion was there. Sheamus could bounce into the main event and look like a credible contender. He could jump into the mid card and put people over. Outstanding Cesaro has probably been that worker who's never been champion that a lot of people think probably should have been. I'm not 100% sold on that as much as I do like him. I don't know if he is that main event caliber guy and that's no slight on his work because his work is amazing. It's the mic skills, the charisma, the, believ the believability as a top star. But with that being said, this is about tag teams, not individuals. And for me, my favorite tag team of all time, Sheamus and Cesaro, The Bar. Finally, this week's last guest, continuing his record on the podcast, it is the one, the only, the phenom, Aaron Montgomery. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever. Um, my name is Aaron, or Spud, depending on how well you know me. Uh, I am a regular guest some would say, on the wrestling editions of the Potscast. A very successful, probably the best Potscast on the internet. And some would say, I mean, it has been said that I am the phenom and undefeated in my streak of appearing on every wrestling edition of the Potscast, in, including a few dicey moments where I slept through it. I'm not going to lie. But I'm here to talk about uh, because Potsy shouts at me when I don't do what I'm told I'm here to talk about my favorite tag teams and a couple of honorable mentions basically my favorite and it's meant to be one but I'm gonna break the rules because I'm a little rebel I'm gonna do two like a wee madman so first up honorable mention uh, let's say we're doing the top three I would consider these guys top three uh, number three would be Edge and Christian. Right, when it comes to in-ring work, entertainment, Edge and Christian are pretty much untouchable. I love those guys. I think I actually... Let me think. I, I didn't appreciate them until... You don't know what you've got until you've lost it. You know, that kind of scenario. So I didn't really fully appreciate them when they were about, but I, I mean, looking back, it's an amazing tag team. Uh, their success, uh, their singles run shouldn't be a factor, but with two guys like Edge and Christian, you can't really ignore it. Um, I loved their work with uh, Rhino. I loved their work with uh, Kurt Angle. I loved the Kazoos. I loved everything like that and also TLC changed the game maybe for the better maybe for the worse depends on what side of the fence you look at but those guys are definitely top three have to be and I would not begrudge anybody for um, saying they were like number one because they were in the running for me for being number one as well um, I'm assuming a lot of people have Edge and Christian number one so yeah more part to you. Number two, um, the APA, IAPA, the APA, Acolytes, uh, Ron Simmons, uh, John Bradshaw. 
I love these guys. Uh, you're talking about legitimacy. I would also always sort of lean on the more, the bigger guys, the more. When I was a kid, I, I started sort of looking at techni the technical side, your Daniel Bryan's, your AJ Styles, right? But back in the day, I was always about big, bold, kick-ass guys. Uh, like your takers and your just your big guys, right? And there's no two more legitimate badasses in my head, in my eyes, whatever, uh, than Farouk, Ron Simmons, who I love, his voice, everything about him, like, just his look, his voice, it, the way he carried himself, I'm like, that's a cool guy, that's a really cool guy, I love him, and say what you want about Bradshaw outside of the wrestling ring, but... Inside, he was solid. Um, he has one of my favorite ever re uh, finishing moves. Clothesline from hell. I loved it. And maybe we should talk about that in a future podcast. I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of finishing moves. Nah, sorry. Getting off track. But two legitimate athletes, uh, former football players, American football and just badasses i believe everything i'm talking about entertainment just seeing them in their makeshift office no matter where they went which was just a door and a table to play poker on <laughs> and everybody had to go through the door i think that's fantastic it's just silly things like that that i that stick in my memory so those two would definitely be it's just a great tactic every time i heard the music hit and they didn't care as long as you paid them. Like they would team up with Kanta against uh, Triple H or they would help out Triple H against Kanta as long as you paid them. I just thought that was legitimately entertaining. So they were very close to being my number one. But, 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 my number one is the Dudley voice. And I'm actually, I think I might shock Potsy, definitely, for this. Um... Oh, by the way, APA versus Public Enemy on Heat. That nearly got them to number one. Anyway, Dudley Boys. So, they are probably, I would say, the most pure tag team um, out of all my picks. Like, the APA were two single stars that got brought together and just so happened to be awesome. Edge and Christian were two future Hall of Famer single stars that broke off afterwards the Dudley boys are through and through the best tag team ever the most decorated 100% the best tag team double team finisher the 3d is amazing the fluidity uh, how quick everybody could see it coming but it was still a surprise through the tables they brought a different level to TLC matches like I said I didn't really appreciate Edge and Christian but I didn't Hate them back in the day. Uh, the Hardys I did not like because all the <laughs> this is true. Uh, all the girls used to scream for them um, <laughs> when they took their shirts off. It used to bug the life out of me every single time they did it. Um, the Dudleys. I love Devon's character. I love the testify thing. I hate WhatsApp or what's ah whatever. I don't hate WhatsApp, that's really handy for keeping in touch with your mates. But WhatsApp, because it just dated it immediately. Um, but aside from that, the 3D is the best finisher. They brought tables in, they brought where the Hardys and Edge and Christian were doing sort of a high-flying spot fest. On, in their ladder matches, when it came to TLC, they brought a different level to it. A slower, more methodical... Like, balls to the wall kind of attitude to it. They were more in your face, let's say. Like I said, um, 3D's my favorite finish, probably with the... Oh, what do you call the Legion of Doom? Oh, God. Uh, Doom's database. Um, but 
the Doomsday device most of the time looked a wee bit sloppy or like people didn't want to take it, whereas the 3D is so smooth, man. Um, they brought me over to TNA along with Christian probably and Kurt Angle, a couple of people. I just think you can't ignore the fact that they are the literally they've won the most championships. People, they were main eventers in the invasion era. They were always involved there, and I can't really think of any tag team that would be able to fill that void. On either side, I'm not even talking about ECW and WCW. The, 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 <laughs> near swore. The Alliance versus WWE. Like, there's lots of tag teams back in the day. I just can't see it happening. But, love them. Love their finish. Love both guys separately. And, yeah, they're my number one. 100%. They're... <sighs> Obviously, there's a lot of guys. There's uh, Legion of Doom. There's uh, Demolition, Heart Foundation, Rockers, New Age Outlaws, Hardys, uh, The Bar. But if you pick The Bar, your head splits. Um, New Day. Loads of people. So, I don't begrudge anybody's choice. That's just my opinion. And most of the time, my opinion's right, so. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, Spud, Peter, Daniel, Neil, Juki, for contributing, as always, on the YouTube channel, at the podcast on YouTube. You can see my interview with Peter as we discuss the tag teams. Um, next week, there'll be a different guest, different topic, and that'll be on YouTube as well. And, of course, the podcast will also be available. Stay tuned to find out what topic that is. For all you guys that contributed, thank you once again. For my listeners, thank you. And let's keep looking forward to WrestleMania and pray it's a good one.